What's up, everybody, and welcome to the other side of the firewall podcast, where we highlight those movers and shakers and glass ceiling breakers, as well as discuss. Because I got I got trapped in the old old, old intro got me. <laughs> as well as we discuss uh, the latest and greatest in cybersecurity news, uh, tips and tricks, as well as we discuss vulnerabilities. Uh, in in general, cybersecurity is what we what we touch on, uh, but we do highlight those movers and shakers and glass ceiling breakers. Uh, my name is Ryan Williams, and as always, I'm joined by Shannon Tynes. What up? What up? And Levon Maynard. Hello, how the hell are you? Yeah, see, I was freestyling too much. I got, I messed up, but I'm not going to take that over again. So uh, <laughs> today, <laughs> uh, I like to just uh, facilitate just a discussion because uh, I, I like those those episodes. So uh, a lot of news has been uh, circulating about just the the ramifications of the pandemic, whether it be uh, you know our social lives, our health, obviously, uh, and just the the new normal. Uh, but with that, I, I found on uh, platforms like Clubhouse, as well as uh, Facebook and Twitter, uh, there's there's some sp- specific cybersecurity topics that come up, uh, such as, you know, hackers having more time to hack. Uh, so in, in that, uh, what we've come to find out is, uh, I think in the last article, we, we talked about uh, work from home being the biggest loser. It, uh, phishing attempts were up like 360%. Like hackers know that you're working from home and they want to get in that in that network, right? And they're stealing credentials, they're uh, they're they're stealing uh, passwords and things of that nature. They're causing havoc. Um, so idle hands, uh, as we we discuss on many episodes, uh, are you know uh, tools of the devil, uh, so to speak. Uh, but with that being said, uh, like what are you guys seeing out there uh, in your respective uh, like obviously no trade secrets, but like just the, the conversations that are coming up when it when it comes to you know phishing attempts and things of that nature uh, that are going on. Well, I'm thinking. Uh, so I'll say this: that I think the uh, I think it's interesting. Like you, you just mentioned that the uh, cyber incidents have like gone up during the pandemic, and um, what I picture is is not only because people are you know. Uh, home more so they're more likely to get like hacked because like like we talked about we talked about in another episode that uh, a lot of these companies have been opening up their, their firewalls to let their company let their employees um, into the network using their mobile devices using their using their personal devices um, so that leaves them open for, to 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 cyber incidents but at the same time I think some of these these hackers you know they're probably just they're probably just like you and I and they're probably home you know I imagine a lot of these hackers, if they're like, you know, not doing it full time, they probably have another job uh, elsewhere. And so them not having to go to work and, you know, perhaps they have to travel to work and come back home. Now they're at home all the time. Maybe they're connected to a Zoom call. And then on the other computer, they have uh, they have their hacking hacking laptop set up. And this is where they can they can hack devices while they're still like, you know, be, you know still at work or still in a meeting or something like that. Um, so I think it gives gives these hackers more opportunity, more time on their hands, more time in front of a computer to, to, uh, to instigate these, these hacking attempts. Um, but I mean, I know we, we've talked about it before as well, like in a, maybe another episode this week, but uh, you know, uh, a lot of these companies have, have decided that they just wanted to just get everything up and running as quickly as possible. And cybersecurity wasn't really at the, at the forefront of their decisions, but I think, Steadily, people and companies are starting to realize that cybersecurity is is important um, and something that should be maybe thought of 
even before deciding to open things up or to be just before deciding to make you know uh, any kind of big decision with with g gaining access to to devices or even if they you know if they get some fancy new product out on the web and like oh we want to try out this new um, this new device this new technology that's you know I don't know virtual reality or something like that first thing they should be thinking like okay how are we going to secure it you know how what steps do we need to take to secure this device and make sure that nobody can get into it and what do we do if somebody does get into it what's gonna what's the risk what what could we lose what can uh what's the uh what's the cost of uh uh um to us if if we or the potential cost to us if we did get hacked and somebody gained access to our our systems and um do we have it properly backed up do we have it properly secured do we have uh you know do we have fault tolerance so they can still maybe run while one one portion is is has been compromised? We can fall back to like another uh, another region or something like that. So, um, you know, these are the things that are I think are important and I think you know become even more relevant in the last year here with the with the pandemic uh, since we've all been home and uh, I forgot what the, st the st statistics are, but they've also you know cybersecurity's gone you know a thousand percent more than it used to be back you know before the pandemic broke out. So. Uh, I think it kind of goes to show that that you know we live in a digital age and we need to make sure that we're we're uh, smart about how we're how we're protecting our our systems. But you guys have some some more thoughts on that as well. So I, I do. So hackers having more time to hack, right? Um, so with my company, I haven't seen it be a big issue, right? But I work with the Department of Defense, and they're they're usually pretty decent, you know, about shoring their stuff up, but. Um, something that comes to mind is the reason, right? So what is the reason for this? Is this because, remember when, the, when this pandemic kicked off, like there was a lot of people that just got laid off just right from the jump, right? That's true. So is this one of those things where people were like, uh, you know, I got laid off from my job. I need something to do. It could have been people in IT or it could have been somebody who's just a little pissed off right now, right? Um, like they got, I mean, you got these, uh, they call them uh, script kitties, right? Like you got yeah. these where they can just go to a site, whatever, just put something in. They're like, oh, this will do this if you do this. And they're just trying it, right? Right, right. Maybe, right. They, maybe they get a love to do some things that are more nefarious, right? Or maybe it's just to support their lifestyle, right? Like give me some Bitcoin so I can pay my rent. You know what I mean? I mean, you're not going to pay it in Bitcoin, but you can, I imagine there's a way to transfer that, right? To, to I, would, I would be real, real uh, skeptical of like, so you want to pay me in what? No, 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 no. I know they're not gonna pay in Bitcoin, but like you were obviously a hacker. <laughs> if you do the ransomware though, like you'll convert that, like you can cash that out yeah. or whatever, right? And then convert it to cash or, or put it in your bank account or whatever. Um, but yeah, like what is what is their reasoning behind it? I mean, do they have more time because the pandemic came and they lost their job? You know what I mean? Um, were they always this nefarious person that just gave them a reason to do it, right? Like, I, I can't speak to what people's reasons are because the people that are doing it for the wrong reasons aren't exactly volunteering that information, right? They're not coming right. out and, yeah, I'm doing this because, you know, I just want to be a jerk about it. So more time to hack, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's out there. You know, like like you say, Ryan, the idle hands will do the work of the devil, right? But right. I, mean, I don't know their reasoning behind it. So I don't even know how to combat that to say, hey, stop doing it, right? I don't want, I don't want to be like a... Will Smith and I am legend. I can help you. I can help you and blow myself up. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. And then, and again, we don't know. I hope that it wasn't a spoiler. People oh, you just, <laughs> just it came out a decade ago. Yeah. Like, yeah <laughs> at least like a, a little timeline. Again, yeah. yeah. It's been over a certain amount of period. You can, you can spoil. <laughs> right. But uh, it wasn't as good as the book, but I love Will Smith. So I'm put that out there too. Read the book. Um, so we don't know the, the necessarily the, 
at least I don't know the statistics of who was doing it from the States and who was doing it uh, from other countries. So we know a lot of this is state sponsored uh, and it's targeting us because of, a, of our working from home situation. Uh, but culturally, I don't know. I mean, like I'm, I'm not over in Russia or China to know, like, are they also in the same predicament where it's idle hands or are these people who already were in the field and now they just have easier targets, like multiple soft, soft targets, like instead of hitting a big corporation, I have hundreds of people who are now working from home with, you know, really flimsy firewalls, if, if anything. Maybe they don't have even whole space security. We don't, we don't even know. Um, again, people, people have been put in a situation where they don't even know that they're vulnerable. Um, and we, we kind of talked about that. That's kind of what I didn't want to talk about before, but it's like maybe in the future, if this becomes a, a, a thing going forward, you issue out your own uh, platforms, like your own laptops and phones that, of that nature, where you know they've been patched, secured, and uh, they have the proper host-based uh, security on them. Uh, and then you have to set up a VPN concentrator over at the uh, at the, the parent company to, to allow them access because just punching holes in your firewall is not the uh, the safest route to go, right? So, and they did they did a lot of that. Like, hey, we need to get people working. We need, like you said, by any means necessary. I need to get I need to get them back on the job. So they, they kind of weakened their own defenses. You know, they they took a, a risk based approach, um, and now we've we no one expected for us to still be home. Like this was not. I thought it was going to be like maybe a couple months, Like we we're over a year now. So now you got to start shoring up those, those vulnerabilities. Yeah. Uh, but that leads me into my, my other uh, uh, topic. What about workplace security fatigue? So I was in a clubhouse that talked about this specifically where they saw that they they had employees who used to be very vigilant when it came to security, but now that they're home, they have access to their IOT devices. They're, they're, uh, they're accessing uh, work email through their uh, their their mobile devices, or like you said, Shannon, like they might be doing it from their their uh, their. I don't want to like it's going to be an iWatch or a, a Apple Watch because nobody else nobody else buys, buys them other things. Uh, <laughs> smart watches, uh, and they're just not the most secure things in the world, right? So. Uh, like iOS 14 uh, vulnerability compromised a lot of different uh, Apple uh, platforms. So I'm not sure if watches were, uh, were part of it, but it could have been. And then that's just lean people in. So what do you think about the whole fatigue aspect of it? Yeah, that's like a, that's a definitely a thing for sure. People are just getting tired of being locked up. And then uh, uh, the fact that uh, a lot of people have, uh, I don't know, kind of like we mentioned before, a lot of people have, um, you know, they have their mobile devices and stuff like that, that, uh, you know, mobile devices or like, maybe even, even if they have like a company computer, sometimes they don't even secure their company computer. And, uh, you know, they're just like, to make things easier, they're just like, oh, let me just give them full admin rights to the computer. They can download whatever they want and they can download any kind of like virus or any kind of, you know, any kind of program that may have like a virus embedded in it. And, uh, compromise the system and then they're using that same computer to connect to the network um but i know there's a there's a there's definitely fatigue obviously there's like uh, you know people go through the, the efforts to secure devices and and they think like okay I've, you know i've done enough I, I i'm tired of like trying to lock everything down i can't even get any work done uh it's so locked down that it feels like it's uh it's, it's hampering my work uh my work routine but um that's what that's what hackers are waiting for people to get lazy and to get like you know like you said fatigued with with cybersecurity and 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 going through the through the ropes 
of trying to secure the devices. Or complacent. Yeah, complacent. That's yeah. right. Yeah, that's a good word for it. Complacent. They're just getting kind of relaxed about it. Like, oh, I did enough. You know, there's no need to, you know, I don't need to worry about updating my 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 firmware or my, you know, my virus protection, my antivirus here, or like, you know, uh, you know, I put this, you know, I put one security device here that I think should be enough to protect, but even though it should maybe have multiple layers to it. Um, because I right. think that's one of the big points of uh like CISP and some other like you yeah. know the, the defense and depth. Yeah, defense like and depth. All those layers. Right. So you got to have multiple layers. You got to, and so like, you know, some people may rely on just trying, oh, I just have one layer. I have a firewall here and that's, that's all I need. But, uh, you know, don't think about this. Somebody got past that firewall. Maybe the, the firewall got compromised um, and they're able to make it to the other side of the firewall. You know, hey, there you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> came full circle right there. Came full circle, other yeah. side of the firewall. So now they're inside your network. Uh, right. But, um, but yeah, yeah. I think that's my general thoughts on it. I mean, I mean, we got to like stay, stay vigilant, can't be uh, complacent, got to make sure that we, uh, we all are, are staying, staying on top of our cybersecurity needs and make sure even just the simple things to make sure your workstation is up to date. You've got Windows or Apple, make sure you're getting the latest and greatest patches. And, uh, you know, it's, it's good to keep an eye out, you know, just for anything in the wind, like, you know, some things, uh, you know, may become a news story before, before they become like patched, you know, before they actually implement a patch, you may actually hear a story out there that, oh, this certain thing is comp- compromised um, and the, the company is working on a patch, but it's not released yet. So it's good to be, you know, aware of those things, you know, and follow some news articles that, that kind of talk on these subjects so that you, at least you're, you're smart about it. But you guys have some more thoughts on it? Don't you, Shannon? So I do. Like, I don't, I, I realize it's a thing, but I just don't understand it, right? Because it would seem to me that you would have more time to do those things. Right. Yeah. So like, I, I get people are still busy at home, right? There's other stuff you got to do. Right. But if I go into work, maybe someone's not walking up to my desk to ask me for something that takes me away from what I'm doing. Right. Like, it's just one of those things that depending on what your job is, I guess. Right. But I, I, I don't have that distraction of someone coming and doing something that I was not planning for. Right. So why would I not have the time to do whatever it is I need to do. Why do I not have the time to verify my antivirus updates or where they need to be, right? To verify my, my data loss prevention is working like it needs to be, to verify exemptions for whatever that I need to go to are, are in place. Um, and, and usually if a company, if a company is gonna get gonna issue something to you, like they're usually responsible for doing the patches for that. And they usually do it when you VPN in, right? Like your system right. registers in, you get it that way, right? right. So I mean, the only reason I only, only way I see that not happening is if you're just not logging in, in which case they should get you for time card fraud and fire you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, well, I, I, yeah, and I think it's for people who are using their own devices, like the whole BYOB thing. Like, yeah. is it still for your own or BYOD for your own device? I said the wrong one. And I hear you, right? And I hear you. Right? Somebody's, been holding, somebody's been holding their hand for years. Like now, now you want me to do it myself? I don't even know right. what a patch is. <laughs> but but even then you still have to put something out and someone should still be verifying right like so should be I don't, like if you are applying if you are applying patches you have something that is giving you some type of report that tells you what your what your uh, percentage is to for uh patch compliance right at that point no matter what tool you use they will spit out a report to say okay you're at 80 percent 85 percent 90 percent whatever it may be and you could see who's not being compliant and you can reach out to them accordingly. That's what your cybersecurity team should be doing, right? Especially right. if 
if not everybody is in there at work bugging them and tapping them on the shoulder all the time right 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 yeah from that from that perspective i just mean like customers like or not even customers like let's say it's your, your job is the books at a fitness center or something like that like all you need is quick and and whatever i don't you know i, mean, I don't know what else they use but like is your are you still on windows 7 because you could be you still use the software mm-hmm. and then you you straight hosed uh, that point. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> and, still on like xp like, or something on 95 <laughs> so yeah yeah uh so it's i, I think i think that's gonna be the hardest part because uh like i had a conversation uh because i don't work with all it people right but i had a, a five minute like not argument but more of a debate about the 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 reasons for a good password and i'm just like mm. man like this is this is what because i'm so used to working with uh people who are who are in it when i when i don't work with them and something piques my interest and i ask those questions i'm just like oh use the same password for everything he was like absolutely he's like why would i why would i want to come up with a password for all these other things to like myself out and i was just like trying to just explain just you know like take those those steps like because i mean he's not wrong like it is easier <laughs> but it's easier for someone to steal all his stuff <laughs> that's what i was trying to explain so I got him to a point where he was actually considering getting a password wallet. He's like, because I'm not going to uh, take all these to memory. What else can I do? Uh, I'm not going to update them, you know, frequently. So I was like, well, and he was like, I'm not doing MFA. And I was like, well, I, I feel you on that one. But I, I, got, <laughs> I, I got, I got, I got, uh, I got caught up and MFA saved my life. <laughs> oh boy. So I explained all to him. And finally, I was like, hey, just get a password wallet. And I explained to him what that was. And he was like, I could do that. So. There's a, there's a lot of people out there who, who not they're not uh they don't they don't read from the uh the the gospel they not read from the CBK like they should be. Mm-hmm. No, I so. definitely I definitely understand that, and and it's yeah. one of those things where I I think even myself sometimes I forget that right like it's one of those things where it's like really you don't do this and I'm like well Shannon you've been doing this for how many years now right like right and, and again beat into company, us exactly <laughs> and the company and the company you keep right is aware of this so it's not even a conversation right. so yeah. Yeah, but I think it, I think it's good to have those conversations. But at the end of the day, like you have people, mom and pop businesses that are out there, you know, who don't have that. I just don't know how to get. How do you fix that? I just don't know. But right. I think that, but that's not necessarily fatigue. That's just ignorance. Uh, because everybody's not gonna be tech savvy. It's just yeah, it's not the way it is. But every but almost everybody was working from home for a second. Like <laughs> the world shut down. Um. So we gotta we gotta figure out some way to uh to to educate and get them to to fix their own stuff without right. uh without being compromised. Cause that, that'll get you fix your stuff. Like you learn real quick. Like I was I was MFA'd out after uh I got after my little breach. Right. Like when right. they when they got into what was it, my Ubisoft account and they tried to they were over there pivoting. I was like, oh <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was like that meme. Of uh the uh the Wiggins kid on the bus, like I'm in danger. <laughs> I don't know if I've seen that one. Oh, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> he was on the bus. I'm, in, like, danger. I'm in danger. <laughs> that was me. I was, I'm not even fatigued. I was just being lazy. Ralph. Oh, okay. Right, Ralph. Yeah, Ralph. There it is. Yeah, Ralph. Oh, like, I, I know you're talking about. You. Yeah. Ralph Wiggins. Oh, I got you. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm in danger. I'm in danger. <laughs> That's pretty no, good. Uh, no, Jess, I, I, this was a good conversation. I, I appreciate it. And I, I like these. I like where we just get to, to talk about stuff. So it's not yeah. based on necessarily a news article, but it's still based on facts, right? Um, so I, yeah. I think we, we we did a good job there. Pat myself on the back. 
That's right. <laughs> that's right. And I'm just going to add too. I mean, I, I think you're, you know, you have a point there as far as, I know I was thinking about like, what's the solution? Cause like you said, I think we're like getting into like a digital, you know, even more into digital age nowadays, like as technology improves, everybody's getting connected some kind of way. Everybody has a cell phone. Everybody's like, most likely has like a, a computer somewhere that they interact with at some point. Um, and, uh, you know, how do we educate people to, to be more cybersecurity conscious, uh, conscious yeah. and, uh, you know, maybe maybe there needs to be like some courses in grade school or something. I don't know, some like uh, technology course that people just learn technology oh, yeah. just in general and like and learn some protection mechanisms. Like, hey, you know, you shouldn't have the same password for everything that you use. And like, uh, it almost be like a you know a grade school like I don't yeah. know maybe like a high school but like kind of, security like, security hygiene one on one. Yeah, yeah, something like yeah. that. I mean, you think as we're getting becoming more de- security uh, digital digitally dependent maybe that needs to be something that we kind of keep in mind. And uh, yeah, yeah. And along with that, kind of not cybersecurity related, but on the same foot, maybe even like, I think people don't learn about like investing and saving money and things like that in school. Things like that are kind of important, you know, save for your retirement, save for your future. But same, you know, both go kind of hand in hand, but like uh, cybersecurity, I think is really important. And maybe that's something that should be kind of included in school someplace, someplace, even like, you know, if it isn't already, but some sort of technology, like education and. Uh, uh, right. Yeah. But just a, yeah, that was just a thought. Yeah. No, that's smart. That's smart. And that was kind of, so not to plug my own self, but I'm, uh, what's it called? Uh, shivling. What is it? When you uh, pelt your own goods? Uh, I forget. Oh. But um, I, I started doing TikToks because people have very short attention spans, right? So I was doing security sure. tips. Give you a quick 30 seconds. Do this. Don't do that. Uh, so like, I, I think that's the way to get to them through, through social media. Very right. short bursts because people's attention spans are very short. So, Right. Um, but if your attention is not short and you like to continue to watch these videos, I'm going to need y'all to hit us up on YouTube, Facebook, yeah. IG, Twitter, uh so we're at www.com or w.com, huh? www.theothersideofthefirewall.com. Like, don't go to www.com. That's probably a bad place. Um, you can also hit us up on Twitter at on underscore firewall. Uh, we have a Facebook group with our with our name as well. Uh, IG, we're on the other side of the fire, the other side of the FW. Uh, and you can reach me personally, uh, Twitter, LinkedIn, Clubhouse, IG, and TikTok. I'm at RyRy Security Guy. It's R-Y-R-Y Security Guy. And Levon? And hit me up on the Twitters at LeVon Maynard. There it is. So y'all be easy. Take care.